Hello, welcome to the UCL News Podcast. I'm Claire. And I'm George. So, it's the last week of term. It's freezing outside, those essay deadlines are looming, and Christmas is just a couple of weeks away. Yep, it is. And to while away the hours before you're allowed to spend your time sitting on the sofa eating mince pies, we've rustled up some brand new audio treats for you. This week, our roving reporter Henry got together with UCL's Volunteering Services Unit to check out a new initiative run by students called the UCL Baking Project. Yep, it's a really nice feel good piece so do have a listen um we also take a trip to an old favorite this week the grant museum of zoology and chat to manager jack ashby who as usual fills us in on some of their weirdest and most wonderful exhibits yes and our guest this week in the podcast cave is nico our new multimedia manager hello hello hi yeah nico joined ucl quite recently actually um He's here to help develop student-focused video content, um, and one of his first projects has been the London for Free film competition. So, mm. um, Nico, hi, tell us more about that then. Well, the competition. The competition. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I've only been here a few months now, and I I thought I'd start um, my new post with um, a film competition, and it's called London for Free. And the idea of the film competition is to get students at UCL to start generating video content for our YouTube channels. Um, I think at the moment there's too much stuff coming from um, the ad- administration staff at UCL. We wanted a student voice um, through our um, YouTube channel. Mm. So we um, London for free, we've um, basically set up a, a website and we've just pushed the deadline back to 6th of January. So any students should really um, just pick up their iPhone, a laptop or whatever. You don't necessarily need a high-end camera and just film something and send it in to us because we're not looking for high-end um, stuff. We're not looking for avatar. We're looking for something that's honest and pure and just um, describes London for free from your angle. And there's more information on the website. Yeah. So, and there are some prizes as well? There's some great prizes, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> Give us <laughs> the course. rundown. <laughs> well, um, I mean, we've, we're offering a um, £300 um, gift voucher f- uh, to Jessops. Um, that's good. enough for like, um, you know, maybe a little pocket camera or a, or a lens or something. And also um, Rain Dance Film Festival, the biggest um, film festival um, organisers in the UK are also in partnership with us and they're offering a, a weekend uh, film training course um, to their favourite, they'll be picking their favourite film as well. Okay, so there's how many winners are there going to be? Well, or we, is everyone a winner? We have a UCL judge competition which will be the £300 gift voucher okay. and then the Rain Dance, um, the head of Rain Dance, I think he's called Elliot Groves, will be um, um, finding their winner. I think they'll be looking for something a little bit different, maybe a filmmaker who, um, someone who wants to be a filmmaker, I think Raindance will be looking for, whereas UCL will be looking for the for the best interpretation of the title, London for free. Okay, so yeah, do get involved. Uh, we've even got cameras here actually in the office, so if you want to come in and borrow one, um, please do do yeah, that. Yeah, you can email me. Yeah, um, all the information is at www ucl.ac.uk forward slash london hyphen four hyphen free and what's your email address nico in case they want to get in touch directly oh my it's email address it's a long one <laughs> we'll put it on the, we'll we'll, it on we'll the website it on the website cool great stuff but we better get on with the rest of the news from around ucl 
So there's been an interesting report out this this week um, from UCL, which has found that cycling is safer than driving for young males, with 17 to 20 year old drivers facing almost five times greater risk per hour than cyclists of the same age. The re- the research is published in the journal Plus One, and um, it's well worth having a look at. Yeah, it's kind of a George focused story that one. Because yeah, I, know I do it's love a cycling. That's close to your heart. Bit of a like out. More than a bit. Nico, yeah. cycle. I, I used to cycle, but now I live too far away to cycle. So I never lazy. wore Lycra, though. So you never lazy. wore Lycra? Never Rich. felt the need to. I thought, you know, you're in London, you've you, you got an audience, you've got to kind of look respectable when you're going to work. Mm, but you're hearing uh, that, other George. people are always you watching, and I think you have to think about what, how other people perceive you when you're, mm. when you're riding in in the morning. I look like a Christmas tree when I ride in in the morning. That's good. Resplendent okay. in bright yellow. Yeah, so the... on the Christmas theme... <laughs> Um, last but not least, um, there's um, a really nice concert taking place this week by run by the UCLU Music Society. Um, it's UCLU's Chamber Choir, who are a group of 26 experienced singers from around the university. And they're going to be presenting an evening of stunning choral music in the heart of the City of London at St. Olav's Church. Um, they'll be accompanied by musicians from UCLU Symphony Orchestra. And the programme will include two of Bach's cantatas. Mm, that sounds really nice and just a thing to get into the festive spirit. St. Olav's is an amazing medieval setting as well, so do head down. Tickets are £4 for students and £8 for everyone else. Yeah, I think they've got quite a good Facebook page. If you have a look for them there, you should be able to find out all the details. OK, so that's all the news for this show. But stay tuned to hear what happened when we caught up with student Linda Mao, who's part of the UCL Baking Project, while she made some cakes for the St. Pancras Community Association. Uh, So we are currently at the St Pancras Community Association, which is a community centre in Camden um, for residents of the area. Um, So this year we're a new project called the UCL Baking Project and we're part of the Volunteering Services Unit. Um, We have partnered up with the SPCA uh, to run baking sessions once a month um, for their elderly members. And this month we're doing snowmen cupcakes um, and mince puff pastries. Uh, because it's Christmas time and we're very excited for it. <laughs> um, so tomorrow the centres are hosting a Christmas tea dance and so the bulk of our hard work will be going to that. Um, although I think you'll probably get some and we'll probably snack on them as we, as we work through them. <laughs> lovely they are all of them makes you feel proud that it's some nice young girls about what about the young men who have been around well i don't see many young men do i we've just finished um making all the batter and we've just scooped them into uh, into the cases and they're just about to go into the oven and in 15 minutes time you will get the taste sensation of a lifetime I'm sure it will taste good <laughs> 
Many thanks to Linda and all the team there. And to round off this week's podcast, we catch up with Jack Ashby from the UCL Grant Museum of Zoology to hear about one of his favourite pieces in the museum. So I'm with Jack Ashby, the uh, manager of the Grant Museum of Zoology. And Jack has got one of the Grant's wonderful specimens in in front of me here. Jack, could you tell me a little bit more about um, the specimen that's in front of you, please? I have got today my very favourite specimen, which is a taxidermy duckbill platypus. And um, it's really only my favourite specimen because it's my favourite species. And it's a very nice taxidermy specimen. So what's so special about the duckbill platypus? Um, I think it's, it's kind of an evolutionary biologist's dream. It um, it's shows a lot of, kind of the ancestral characteristics of mammals. So mammals evolved from reptiles and um, duckbill platypus has many reptilian characteristics. For example, it's one of only five species to lay eggs, which is what reptiles did and do. And also it walks with bent elbows, if you think how a crocodile walks um, with its arms out to its sides. That's quite unusual for a mammal. And also it can't really control its body temperature as well as other mammals. However, it's got um, some of the most advanced characters of any mammal on top of this kind of ancestral frame. It's one of the only poisonous mammals. It's one of the only mammals that can detect electricity. And um, otherwise, it's, it's um, pretty awesome. So how, how does, does it detect electricity then? So yeah, it's, um, as you probably know, when, when muscles contract, they, they have little tiny um, electric charges running through, that's how, that's how nerves work. And mm-hmm. platypuses eat uh, crustaceans, little shrimps and things that live just under the sediment in, in lakes and rivers in Australia. And they can detect the muscular movements of their prey through their bill. So it's kind of, a, it's just what it is, a sixth sense. They kind of have a, a sense of the world in electrical impulses because when they die, their eyes are shut. Amazing. And, and, and you also mentioned that they're poison, poisonous. So where, where, whereabouts on, oh, just, on Platypus's body? Okay. I'll just turn them over. This is a boy. And it's just the boys that are poisonous. And there's a little horny spike just behind their um, ankles. It's a bit like, I don't know if you've read um, Philip Pullman books, but the mm. Galavespians have thorny spurs, and I always think that they were, um, they were inspired by platypuses. So they're actually quite, they're quite big. They're about, about a centimetre long. Yeah, and, and they just um, and I suppose that's a, a defense mechanism, obviously. <laughs> well, it's probably a, um, a sexually selected trait, so it's about mate, mating and fighting like um, deer antlers because females don't have them, and obviously females have the same predators as males do. So that's normally an indication that it's about it's about mating, and it's supposed to be very very painful. To Can a, imagine <laughs> to a, a human. I don't think anyone's ever died of it. That's fascinating. Thanks a lot, Jack. Nice. <laughs> And that's all we've got for this show, but we'll be back after Christmas with more news and featurey things from around UCL. So have a happy holidays and we'll see you all in the new year. Bye.